Hello, 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 hello. This is the Sweet Core Network. I am Prophet Tony. And go by the name of Key. Why did I freeze like that? Damn. And we're also joined by an, an illustrious guest in the building. Uh, you may have you may have seen him trending number one on Twitter, leader of many a protest against the current incumbent manager of Arsenal Football Club. Mm. The man he, he doesn't mean too much of an introduction. Ivy. Woo! Yo, what's going on? Well, well, I just want to say first off, it's quite we're, we're great, we're really, really great, to, uh, great, and welcome to uh, privilege, privilege. That's, that's right, yeah. perfectly privileged to have you here joining us. Um, it's, so, my, it's my pleasure to be here. No, you're welcome. You're welcome, sir. So, the reason why we've got you on the, got you on this week, something happened over the weekend, and it's, it's um, Bellerin and between Bellerin and uh, and when he went to Oxford Union and. Had a few words about Arsenal Fan TV. Um, rather than going too much into detail with it, I'm going to um, play you a, a short and brief clip of it. And then, you know, give me a... a, a and we'll go through it. Um, what do you make of... Uh, fan TV? And... Uh, and do any players watch it? Or are you told not to watch it? Um, I don't think there's players that actually just got on the internet just so they're going to watch Arsenal Fan TV. It does sometimes pop up in the timeline. So, um, I mean, I've seen it sometimes. Or I have friends that they've been like, oh, have you heard that, what that guy on Arsenal Fan TV? Like, I think um, it's so wrong for someone that claims to be a fan and their success is fed of a failure. So how can that be a fan? So I think there's just people um, hustling, trying to make money their way, which, you know, everyone is entitled to do um, but for us players it doesn't affect us listen if people want to have fun with it let them have fun but for us you know we just as I said um, when you grow you just realise what's important for you to listen to and what not to take you know if a coach comes to me and tells me uh, you've done something that's pretty much it long story short from that point on he just says if a coach says something to me I'll take that onto board and if a player from the club says that to me, I won't take any. If, if a fan says anything to me, I just, you know, what if a duck's back is what he's saying. Which is fair. Footballers should really kind, kind of, well, they should be doing that, really. Tonight, he's got a bit of a point. He's mm. got a point where he's saying about the fans being a certain way about mm. it. But Hector's got an attitude that we've all seen is he's good as, I think, he thinks he's better than what he is. And he expects a lot more of himself coming from Barcelona's academy. But mm. is he really good as he, as he is? No, as he really. says he is. Sort of, mm. yeah. yeah. As he thinks he is. The, it's like, you've got to think of it that, yeah, this this guy, he tries every game. But many... You think he tries every game? <clears throat> he tries, he gives a lot. You can tell by the way he plays. He has a lot of sprints in his game. Covers the right man very well. So because he's French, you think no, he's no, 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 my, my uncle used to say Sagan couldn't cross the board. I think Sagan was I think Sagan was very good I'm just going to ask one question here yeah? um, <laughs> and I think this is a very important thing for us to do um, obviously we were talking about Bellerin's comments regarding the fans we've gone to now criticising his footballing ability so back to the original question what do you think of what you just heard in relation to no, what you said about AFTV? Yeah. Because now we're talking about his crossing. Yeah, no, no, that's that's mm-hmm. fine, but it still relates to the same point. Is that Bellerin can't take on criticism from the fans because he knows it's truthful. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's the fact fans know what they see. These fans visit, come to the stadium 37 games a season, am I not wrong? They see these performances in that. No one's that blind to purchase a season ticket for, what, 1,400 plus to see Bellerin do mess, messing around in the league. Well, I mean, you're paying 1,400 plus and you're coming sixth. I mean, you know. I know. Bellerin's got, got to be a bit of... Being, being Bellerin, he was the same guy versus Liverpool. Me and, me and Kletch probably still remember. Keep. Was messing around in the middle of the pitch mm. when we went 4-1 down. Mm. Now, from there, he's had to kick on because Wenger would have went somewhere else to see it. But obviously, he's improved. And obviously, it falls back to there's games that he'll have bad games and there's games he'll have good games. And AFTV is a fan-based TV. So these fans will give their opinions on him. And he has to take it on the chin. And that's what it is. If he can't take him criticism like that, I feel like that's a weak mentality. 
I feel you have to say in that sort of way that I'll prove the fans wrong. Mm-hmm. I'll prove them that I'm better than what I am. I'll prove them that I'm 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 an ex Barcelona boy and Man City were after me three seasons ago. So you gotta show them that yeah, I'm about it. Not say that I'll oh, brush it off and go, I will ignore that this is Arsenal fan TV and this is they're in there for the hustling and money. Yeah, they they are. They are. We all know that DT wears a camera on his head during the games. I've seen him. Well, you're saying that you, you get paid as well for your footage, isn't it? Yeah, I do. But then I I was mm-hmm. I came out to not to do that. I came out because I was angry to watch it. I went to see Arsenal fan TV, but leading to what I did, it led to why exposure of what happened with the team. Why we lost. Famous, yeah. We we lost three one against Palace. I was there. I was frustrated. You don't know. I was I, I was I was angry. But when I saw 3 1 89 minutes, I got in my car and I drove straight to Southwest Park, which is around 10 minutes away from me. And I got there and I saw fans arguing. I've got videos of it still on my phone. I still watch them because <laughs> it's, it's entertaining it as hell. People, it? Were, <laughs> people were throwing stuff at Giroud. I still remember that. Shaka got booed. Sanchez got told to sign a new contract. It was they were saying that Ozil's not focused due to his new deal. They were saying all these things. And Stewart's pulled four or five fans away. And they were throwing stuff at the coach as well. So that's what the footage I got. And obviously then Daily Mail, Daily Mirror, The Sun. I said to the Sun, no, you know. I said no to the Sun. You can't use my footage. Trash paper. Trash organisations. I only go for higher standards. Trash organisations. Yeah, so I went for, obviously, The Telegraph, they paid me, etc. Yeah, it was good, it was decent. Did you, etc. I love that. Etc. Okay, all right. So we hear, hear you as a fan, right? That you personally protested. So you you, you tried to air your thoughts. Yeah. It was it was not in the same way of Arsenal fan TV, but you aired your thoughts. And, yeah. You know, Bellerin wasn't happy with that. Yeah. Okay. He wasn't happy. He didn't believe yeah. a fan should do that. Mm-hmm. But my thing question to you is this: as a fan, as a fan, and as a player, and as someone who supports Arsenal Football Club and you, you, you spent money on their goods, you, you've bought their t-shirts, I mean, it's not, I mean, at the end of the day, Hector Bellerin has paid a lot of money a week and no one says that the fans pay his money. But, indirectly, we actually do pay his money. Not, not one particular fan pays his money, but us as a collective of fans in terms of the Premier League, in terms of the, the money that's given to them by the TV rights and the reason why the TV rights are so sought after is because the advertisers want to, want to be able to advertise on the TV when you've got all these bunch of people of, of, you basically have like male, male the male audience from 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 seven to 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 six to, to seventy five uh, on a Saturday at a given time on a given time on a Saturday, and that's why they want them. It's not because of Hector Bellerin who Hector Bellerin is because he can play football well and we are a football fan. Yeah. So the truth is that the fans do pay his wages at the end of the day. If we, yeah, it's like. In, 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 a, in a long wind, in a long winded way, they yeah. do pay, they do pay his wages. So, my question to you is this: How do you feel when a player like Hector Bellerin comes out and says that to you, and, and says that to, 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 to Arsenal fans in general, saying, "You know, we don't want to hear your opinions unless they're good." Because uh, I'll be honest with you: When's the last time Hector Bellerin was in Team of the Year? That's a question I need to know. Mm-hmm. I, I'm asking as, as, as an outside fan: Has Hector Bellerin ever been Player of the Month? Has, has, has Hector Bellerin ever, ever won Arsenal a big game? He's a fullback, to be fair to him. No, 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 no. I, I'm, 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 to be fair to you, I'm just giving you a question. Like, when's the last time Hector Bellerin put an opposing winger in his back pocket? And Arsenal won the game because of Bellerin's ability. No, no, I'm but just asking. I feel like with that, with what you're saying no, there, no, yeah, I, like, obviously, that's where he says oh, things like Arsenal fan TV might be hindering that. Like, that's what I assume where he's trying to. Uh, that's, lip, I, think, yeah. I think that's a, just a. So, it is, isn't it? It's just a sofa to sit on, really. Of course, of course, that's it exactly is, It's just it something for him to just go, oh, yeah, Arsenal. Pre- it personally does come down to personal development, your lifestyle. Your, we all know the greatest footballers in the world do nothing but train and work hard to everything, mm-hmm. such mm-hmm. as Ron, Sanchez is an example. Ronaldo. From what everyone, Ronaldo is an example. Sanchez is actually, I know, I, would, I shouldn't say him, he would have left us to be United, but he's a good <laughs> example. He works hard. Like, mm-hmm. He's been training. Wenger said that no matter what, he gave 100%. Mm-hmm. And he said after training as well to just practice. This guy's 28. He's won mm-hmm. the Copa America. He's done a few things in his life. Mm-hmm. And for Hector to come up at this time with a weak mentality, saying, I'm not sure about the fans, because these same fans, when he goes to yours at Spain, will be mm-hmm. burning. <clears throat> they will be burning him if he has a bad game. So <clears throat> he yeah. needs to understand. And that's the national tournament that he's going to be playing in. No, okay. Even even talk about World Cup, like fans in general. So fans, 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 the thing is, the thing is, yeah, like that's why, as you mentioned, you're just mentioning Spain. Mm -hmm. That's why Marca, if he if he was playing for, is it Real Madrid? Yeah, Mm -hmm. Marca 
is basically Arsenal fan TV. Yeah. Because they're just Real Madrid fans. That's it. So it's like, for him, it, for what that showed me, which was more alarming to me as another Arsenal fan, was the fact that Bellerin said that he said, it's not good. He said, oh, that's He did say those words. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, he did so say those words. So for me, because hearing him say that makes me think this probably is something that's said around the locker room yeah. to about all the things all the players and, and then the, the, the words you, before, yeah, before you go the words you use was, I don't think players at Arsenal are, are watching Arsenal fan TV but it may pop up on our timeline yeah, he's watching it that's what no, he means no, no, he, he didn't say he's watching. seen it but and then he's yeah, obviously yeah. as he said he's, he's, it's like he's saying yeah. that it's, it's, they're, they're, yeah. it's they're bad. celebrating failure yeah it's and bad like, and it's like that's the words that's why obviously Robbie like, obviously I watched his video he responded to that in saying that Arsenal fan TV they, they obviously follow the team every single year mm-hmm. so they've been following for the past five years they, over those years they've won way more games than they've lost so it's like they're obviously focused. The one thing that gets highlighted, of course, is when the fans go and blow their lid. But that's obviously by other fans who will go, ha ha ha, look at Arsenal fans, they're losing their lid over nothing. Of course. No, no, but no, it's always something. You know, also, it's your team it's in sixth funny, place. And... Someone did a funny comparison the other day, yeah. Sorry to cut you off. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a game, I think we beat, um, no, we drew with Chelsea 0 0. It was, I think it was away. It was probably the second, third game of the season. Mm. And that had 630,000 views, mm. yeah. And that was, I think it was DT or Troops or one of them speaking. The same, the, the same, the same, alright, so, I think there's two or three weeks down the line, Stoke 1-0. Mm. That had 1.8 million views. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course it does. That's the thing. And that's why, that's it's not just Arsenal people. fans. It's, as you mentioned yeah. earlier, it's not just Arsenal fans watching Arsenal fan TV. And that's, and they're giving their criticism. But my, my point always comes back to this. You're coming out in the media, from my, my angle personal is this. No, you're coming no. out in the media, and I'm playing, you're coming out to, Oxford Union, which basically, in other words, another form, another media platform, mm-hmm. criticizing just like Arsenal fan TV is a media platform, mm-hmm. criticizing fans. Regardless of whether you want to criticize the fans or not, you've got what you've got a job. Sorry, listening to what you're saying, you're right, but to be fair, he didn't actually criticize the fans. Yeah, he criticized, criticized the, the concept platform. of Arsenal fan yeah. TV. Yeah, to be fair to him, he didn't say mm-hmm. the fans. He said that obviously Arsenal fan TV is benefiting from failure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But as you mentioned about the 1.8 versus Stoke, mm. other fans are watching it as well. Mm-hmm. But when your team loses, you're looking for answers. Mm. Especially if you're a passionate fan and mm-hmm. there's things you want to talk about and you want to see if other people share the same thoughts and opinions as you. Mm. So I'm saying, is Bellerin saying that our oh, fans' opinion is basically invalid? Mm. Mm-hmm. Or, I think what he was saying is uh, his obviously he values the opinion of his manager more of of his coaches and managers more than the fans which he should as a player he should the voice the voice and opinion of the fans should reach those idiots up top yeah. That's all it's doing. That's what it's, when the when the fans are disappointed and they 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 they're, they're thinking this team disillusion they're talking about how the team not performing up to scratch we are paying how much tickets that money is, of course, it ends up like leaking through to the players eventually. But first and foremost, it goes to the club who mm. has their chairman, their shareholders, mm-hmm, and all that mm-hmm. stuff. The business, so, side. the business, of course. Yeah. What? 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 what being an Arsenal fan of, obviously, I've been to I've been to many season games, and I've, I've, I know this. I know the stadium well enough. I've sat in the North Bank. I've sat in obviously in the middle. I've sat in wherever. But you can tell there's probably like I would say out of the sixty thousand, there's probably a thousand fans that you can probably. Who've got a voice? Mm. The rest are puppets. Mm. They don't go along with anything. And the and the people who've actually got a voice are people who are actually putting themselves on the Arsenal fan TV. Mm. And they get you can tell by a certain way they get heard. Mm. There's things out there that you can pick out where you can say like if, for example Gary Neville from Sky Sports took on the whole Arsenal fan TV to to Sky of Sports. Now that is massive. Mm-hmm. There's there is Red Step, Red Devils TV. There's um, everyone's got everyone's, everyone's got, got everyone's had this it's mm. not a new concept as you're saying but that's what I'm saying now you can see the impact it's making on the way mm. it does and the people that you can say that they're not they're, they're there for the money but they're, they're actually influential figures mm-hmm. towards our club now like people who I, not being rude DT is very very annoying and he's very chabby the way he speaks I don't like that but the guy like speaks truth <laughs> let's truly brutally be honest he speaks truth yeah, mm. he gets done, and the thing is, he knows what he knows. What people say, Claude, T, Ty, like all these people, they they've all got their own valid points. Ty, 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 Ty's boy, oh, he's boy for life. National TV. <laughs> you know what? No, what? Because the thing is, what to me, the way I see Arsenal fan TV is basically 
like a documentary yeah. because all it's doing is yeah. just depicting the views of the fans like seeing so that's why we need even though yeah. as an Arsenal fan of course Ty even even as a neutral fan you can hear Ty and go oh my gosh what's he talking yeah, about now but I'm not going to lie that's important because yeah. how many how many times are you fans you're a Liverpool fan you're a Manchester United fan you say Arsenal fans are delusional mm-hmm. you hear that you're like Perfect. That encapsulates Arsenal fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, there's, there's clearly a demand for it, and that's why it's there. And it's a good thing that a player like Bellerin is even mentioning it, and the questions asked him, and he's addressing it. Mm-hmm. It's showing that what Robbie's doing is actually advancing the culture and actually like giving yeah. a voice to the mm-hmm. fans. Now, people also, to be fair, the the positive Arsenal stuff doesn't get as much ratings as everything mm-hmm. else, but. Bro, you have to remember, like last season, Arsenal lost 10 Prem games, yeah? But that's, I don't know the rest of them, but out of the other 28, they didn't lose. There were some wins there. I'm pretty sure people was happy. Everyone's seen the videos of we're going to win the league and this, mm-hmm. that. So mm-hmm. there is also positive things as well. Yeah. I think Bellerin painted the whole thing in a negative light. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. And the bottom line is the fans' opinion does matter. Without Arsenal Fan TV, right now, would there be a general consens- consensus on how Arsenal fans are not happy? It wouldn't even be broadcasted. I'm going to lay down the gauntlet right now. Go for it. Without Arsenal Fan TV, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang will not be an Arsenal player. He wouldn't be at the club. I'll tell you this now. If Without all them voices, without them protesting, Arsenal Fan TV influenced the protest, influenced all of these things, even influenced the crazy man that decided to buy a plane to fly over, influenced all of this nonsense and... It was heard. Like, that's why I say it. I don't mean to call... Not all the people up top are idiots. Because whoever signed Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, I rate you. I, th- I think... I think... <laughs> I don't... I, I disagree with everything I'm saying. Damn. I fully disagree. There's... From what you know about doors about Arsenal, and if you listen to people who are actually very, very close, a BBC reporter called David Austin, I'm, I'm sure you don't know, you know about I don't him? know who he is. Yeah. David Austin. I listened to his whole hours podcast, and he has got genuinely, you can, you know this guy is the real deal, because he only tweets what he's saying, and he's, and 99% I follow him, it's come true. And regarding so obviously, he's, man. It, it, he, he's, he's the guy, he's really is the guy from what I know. And the major push from this is what he explained is, Wenger's losing control of the club. Yes, but that's what. That's Wenger's, what Wenger's mm-hmm. losing, but Wenger's losing control is because the, the results that he's showing to the board is not, it's not good, adding up. It's of not course. good enough. They want Champions League football. That's it. Now, Kronke obviously is, is his own guy. Mm-hmm. Kronke has nothing to do with the club. Me and you both know that. But people below him, first it the organisation structure will go Kronke, then Wenger, then it all branches out. It still goes like that right now. But people like Vita, yeah, Ivan Gadidis and our recruitment consult and our recruitment, uh, head of recruitment is going up. They're, mm-hmm. they're doing stuff that Wenger can only say yes to and he has to say yes to. Pierre mm-hmm. and Aubameyang was only bought to sell shirts. Mainly my reason was not sh- it was sell shirts and second is because Lacazette has not been what, what Wenger oh, thought yeah, it was. I know. And that's why he's yeah. and Sven so pulled now it. Now we it's, finally it's, get there. Sven missed like, oh, oh. like the Dortmund guy. He's got links in Dortmund. We all know that ex-Dortmund where he wore Dembele there. He's got strings there. I'm ninety-nine percent sure that Pierre Aubameyang went out since summer. That's what he's come out and said as well. Yeah, But now his agents probably approached, uh, or they've had a chat. This is all gone ahead. Now, what they've said is this is what's impressed everyone is that Sven Minslat and Ivan Gardidis, when they went to Dortmund, they got snapped. You remember that picture where they were standing by the car? Mm-hmm. From there on, the pressure was on them to deliver Birmingham, no matter what. They couldn't come back empty-handed. Well, they, when they didn't, that's the thing. That's, that's the, the thing. thing. And that's the thing. But I feel like Sven, he, he, him, and even pushed this still. I think Wenger knew that like I said, it wasn't what he was but he wanted to go for someone else and these mm. two had ambition to go for this guy but who else would he have gone for like Aubameyang is a listen we're talking about Arsene Wenger this guy has signed Chimak this guy has signed some very strong strong strikers in his life wait what wait 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 I think I think I think you know what I don't like you know what I don't like I can agree with you on some points but I feel like you have an agenda against Wenger because the number one thing is this right he's been at the club for 25 years I'm 95% sure, unlike Chelsea and them other clubs, if Wenger didn't want a player, that player wouldn't be at the club. You're saying that he signed Chimak and all of these people, but if you actually go back and we all sit together and look at the available players on the market mm-hmm. then, mm-hmm. like, you don't really criticise the Chimak signing as much. I think right now, Aubameyang clearly wanted to... You know, leave I'll, I'll cut you from that point. No, I say, no, no. Just, can, let me learn, yeah? Mm. Young clearly wanted to leave Dortmund, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And Arsenal are in a situation where they're about to lose... Arguably their best player. Mm-hmm. 
or they're top two at the least. The man that's better than Zidane. They might. Well, no, that's, <laughs> oh, that's, that's a great. That's Brazil, by the way. Yeah, yeah, now, but so so the thing is, right? They they were about to lose their best player, mm. and it's like if they didn't sign, I think Abamyang was more about status than necessarily need or anything because they had to sign a big player to show yeah. they're not full enough. If they didn't yeah. sign him, the worst part is there was no one else really out there in January that mm-hmm. was gonna move. So you say that you say about Lacazette, yes, he's underperformed, but in reality, right, with Aubameyang, Arsenal played. I've played one up front for the last what eight years. Mm-hmm. Like you've done what Man United have done when we signed Mata. Not necessarily the player we needed at the time, but he was available at a time that the club needed to make a signing for morale. Mm-hmm. Sanchez was available, but is Sanchez necessarily the exact mm-hmm. player Man United needed after signing Lukaku? It does work, but not really the most. It's the theory of signing the best player yes, available on the market, okay. mm-hmm. but not necessarily the best place for your team. And as we was arguing about Pep Guardiola, you say he's signed players for the team above just signing individuals available, albeit he was also after Sanchez. Mm. So, I think you can't just take everything away from Wenger. I think that's a bit unfair, like, to say he's I've, evolutionary. Well, people, had no people, 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 a lot of people, when they come, they want to play for Wenger, let's be honest. When you, Arsenal gives you that's a call, cool. it's a big, it's a big thing. It's like Zidane calling you, going to you, how are you? Who do you play for? Malaga? How do you fancy to come play for Real Madrid? Come, let's go. You are, I don't think you'll be saying that this is him and Zidane who's calling you. World Cup, mm-hmm. hero, done it, everything, icon. Mm-hmm. Like, the worst is Zidane is actually interactive in his training around Madrid. So imagine you're still playing with him. But it's just like the status of Wenger is there, and I accept that. But what I'm saying is outdated methods are no longer needed. Like, stuff like that we don't need. I'm mm-hmm. not like, like I'm 99% sure. Oh, like losing to Liverpool and, and Man United. Stuff like Chamber coming out and saying that he's been coached better at Liverpool than he is yeah, at people, Yeah, people, that's then it's opinion. Like, opinion, it's opinion though. But, that's then, why but younger generation will say that because they're seeing something new. Maybe, maybe what Wenger's doing in the training is outdated. Mm. Maybe his methods what? he's pulling from 1998. What's, what's killing me here is I need, I need to go a bit back because obviously with me saying Arsenal Van TV is the reason why Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang is here and you said you, did, you said you completely dis- you said you completely disagreed with my point but you never really explained said why yeah why no, but, right. yeah but that's what I'm saying I said that there's with the with the with the back stuff that's come in behind Wenger now you can see that he's not got the strings pulled Arsenal fan TV I don't think anything to do is I think they just scouted him he was available on the market as CJ said and he went for him. No, no, I, I mean, mean no, 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 but what okay. he's saying is that what the fans think, are frustrated. Yeah. From cool. I think, I think what he's saying that the frustration from the fans highlighted by Arsenal fan TV made Arsenal realize that if you do not replace Sanchez with a name or an appropriate player, there's going to be fan outrage. And mm-hmm. I, I agree with that. I to feel certain, like yeah, to a certain extent, I, agree with that never, like that, I yeah. think we just I think got rid of Sanchez and they replaced him yeah, with like some. But the thing is, Arsenal wouldn't, I think, as you said, Arsenal fan TV made the stakes recognise that yeah. we are not happy we're losing Sanchez. Do something, sign even, someone now. Even even when you think about it, well, remember there was a mainstay. I think his name was Chris at Arsenal fan TV. Yeah. He's not around no more. Arsenal fan TV. He's oh, not the one, around the one, no that tro- the one that trolled. The one that was yeah. consistently trolling. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that is for me. He's on Twitter. I don't, is he? Yeah, he's on Twitter. For the fact he's not. For I don't. I don't, I don't check his Twitter. The fact he's not on Arsenal fan TV for me is telling. Bro, he's due to get a steel chair if he was, he was. doing the same stuff exactly. right now. Exactly. Like it'll be some WWE, um, exactly. some table and some mm-hmm. some sledgehammer just coming in mid air, just exactly. hitting him like, like four. The other day you got a twelve year old putting tie in his place. <laughs> like and a twelve year old was right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He was and, correct. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's turning more. No, more. That's why. Right. You, right? Mm. That that twelve year old kind of crystallized something in my mind. If you're a 12 year old Arsenal fan, you haven't seen the good times. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're upset. You're yeah. actually straight upset. I'm a, I'm, a I'm a Liverpool fan. I was a Liverpool fan, I started becoming a Liverpool fan in 98. No, so I'm. Not a great time. Mm. I basically missed all the whole good times. Yeah. I didn't get a shine once. So yeah, you won, Champions League. League. You won yeah. Champions League, you won a few FA Cups. You know, we've done a few bits and bobs here and there. Yeah, for Cup. Yeah, we've about. You know, in, 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 in Toto? No, we don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. We've never been in Toto Cup. We're not talking about So, this 12 year old, he was born when the Invincibles basically happened. Mm. The year after the Invincibles. Yeah. He hasn't seen Arsenal win the league, doesn't win the league title. He's only seen Arsenal win the FA Cup a few times. He hasn't seen them really compete. You see, never, when Arsenal came well, second, I, they didn't necessarily. He's never even seen Arsenal compete for the title. Alright, that's fine. Arsenal, I'm, I'm gonna, we'll, we'll all admit that the last seven years or six, seven, eight years. Eleven. Past, Eleven, or whatever, has been, has, been has not been good for Arsenal. Yeah. But do you remember, we have won two FA Cups in a row, so. 
I'm numb to this commentary like, must they run their mouths like that? Unfortunately, a lot of kids and some adults take these ignorant comments seriously. Look, there might be a cautionary lesson in LeBron for kids. This is what happens when you attempt to leave high school a year early to join the NBA. And it's always unwise to seek political advice from someone who gets paid $100 million a year to bounce a ball. Oh, and LeBron and Kevin, you're great players, but no one voted for you. Millions elected Trump to be their coach. So keep the political commentary to yourself, or as someone once said, shut up and dribble. We'll be right back. All right. And that was Laura Ingram, people, with her words on the, the uh, LeBron and KD speaking, on, speaking their thoughts mm-hmm. regarding the president. President of the United States and Matt. look, basically just political commentary. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, and it's not. Re- it's not even that. It wasn't even that deep. That's what makes it worse. They didn't even go off and say his politics was wrong. Yeah, they weren't talking about his policies. They weren't talking. Say, about yep. 
Basically, what he's saying as a person is actually disrespectful and rude, mm-hmm. and as a person, you're not carrying yourself with the same level of dignity that takes a, takes to actually be a leader, leader of the free world, as they would call it. Um, mm-hmm. Breaking news: We're gonna be Man City one 0 Yeah, man, they've got the they've got the um, answers. They've got the answers for that team. No, definitely. But forget about that. Forget We're that talking about sharp and dribble. So, um, yeah, pretty much. What's your thoughts, Naki? Let me let me have a breakdown there. So, like, the one thing that obviously has been focused on so heavily is just her ending, like, statement, shut up and dribble. And, of course, it's, like, looking at it, racial, like, racial tension, discrimination, all this stuff, ignorance, of course. It's just a whole bunch of it. But um, I just feel like the way she even carried herself was a problem as well. Like, the fact she was, like, running their mouth had a bit of, you know... I don't know. Yeah, so, so as she said, right, there's, mm-hmm. there's a few things you've got to notice what she said in terms of... It wasn't just the fact she said sharp and dribble. It was, this is their barely unintelligible speech. Mm-hmm. This is a man who's got... Who's, who's nearly worth a billion dollars of US currency. Mm-hmm. Is he not already worth that? One you factor in his Nike deal, his deals, with his, his, his numerous other philanthropic deals, his... Um, te- technically, his... Um, Film, film company, uh, his TV, his, his film production company, TV, slash TV production company, his shoe deal, well, what else is there to go on? His other business ventures with, with Beats by Dre. You know, you can go sports, on and on. Sports agencies. Sports agencies. Sports look, look, the the man's a man. very smart man. And when it comes to business, he's exceptional. Mm-hmm. Exceptional. And the thing is, yeah, like, mm-hmm. someone who can read all the books in the world could still be working in McDonald's. You know, like, <laughs> could still be just working a regular job. So mm-hmm. it's like, obviously, that's why it's a racial, uh, racist tone to me. Because it's just like, ah, oh, look at these guys. I don't want to say the N word, but that's basically what it seems like. Let's call it a spade. She said exactly what she felt and what and how she felt it. Mm. She said, these guys can't, they can't, they can't speak. They're not they allowed to speak. They don't, they don't know anything. They, they, they didn't go to school for, didn't go to school, or in Kevin Durant's case, they didn't go to school for long enough. Mm. Or and and they don't know anything about the world and they shouldn't be allowed to speak and what they should just do is shut shut the hell up take this money that you've given you and, and be quiet no fuck you no that's what's no. mad you know one thing I want to spin on this as well because um, what's interesting what's interesting as well yeah is um the fact that it's LeBron James and Kevin Durant like I don't know whether this can directly be I don't know like obviously this is even lumping into Bellerin thing because. In the past, or even most recent history, LeBron James and Kevin Durant have used their basketball power, or they've tried to use their own way of thinking to discredit media personalities from talking about how they don't perform. So it's mad. So it's so funny. It's such a crazy, crazy cycle that now someone, when they decide to talk about something else, that someone believes that they know they're more adverse in than them, than mm-hmm. So you got someone else talking to them and it's becoming a whole big story. But all this time over they were talking about Stephen A. Smith saying how he don't know nothing, he don't know this, he don't know that. Like when he was remember that time when KD was in the Oklahoma City. Oh no, he wasn't saying about being being a basketball player, he's saying he's talking about their relationship and he doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, but no no there no there wasn't yeah. there there is actually a thing. There is actually a, um some part where he actually did basically talk about how he, he doesn't know much about the sport. That was basically what they were alluding to, and that's what okay. blew him over the that's what blew him over the lid. Mm. So mm-hmm. it's it's actually kind of a funny little. Yeah, that's actually true. You know, I actually didn't think about that angle. Mm. It's a funny little cycle there, but um, with this lady now, like we wouldn't really know her name, of course. We all like people who don't even watch basketball would know who LeBron James is. To be mm-hmm. totally honest, but we don't. Yeah, there we go. You know, I've got someone in the building right here that, that doesn't watch the sport but knows who he is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And with this lady here, she's got a. Fame, I guess it's Fox News. She was just basically doing Fox things, playing ball for. <laughs> she was playing ball for her coach, in it basically. Yeah. That's all she was doing. Like her coach is Donald Trump, and she was just playing his to his fiddle. Oh, well, let me talk about these guys, because all they all they said is that this guy doesn't know how to reach the people, and doesn't. No, I, the truth <laughs> is this: no, he knows how to reach people, but it's not the people that everybody thinks about. It's the people that are doing. No, even it. like even like. The people he's looking to reach, yeah, see, the people he's looking to to reach here, is really only himself. 
That's that's it. A person who's reaching is himself. He doesn't care about anybody. Like these, the way he's been moving in the wilds. When you read Fire and Fury and you see all of the antics that he's been going, he's been actually doing. Talking about how, even when you read, um, what do you call it, Comey's memo, memo. Like you just see all of these stuff here mm-hmm. where you've got this brother who is just like, listen, I'm like that's why uh, he he's just like I'm. Oh, I'm the guy now. You have to kiss my ass. That's basically it. You, you know who I am. Come on, man. That's, and it's just, I don't know, man. He doesn't care about nobody. Even his own family. Anyway, let me not go too deep. I don't want to go too personal. But I was going to say even his own family. But I don't want to go too personal. Uh, yeah, because we're getting political. Way too yeah, political, yeah. yeah. yeah no, but yeah, Joe, going on to the sport. Yeah, that's why I wanted to try to switch it to how LeBron and KD, in, or even just sports stars, as Bellerin yeah. even said earlier. You don't um, know anything about the game. You don't know anything about the game. So why do you have an opinion? That's- so it's so crazy how now it's just... Someone's now telling them about something that she's a legend that they don't know much about. The the only thing the only thing I would say in their favor favor is they're actually not talking about what he's done as a political leader. They're mm. actually talking about the standards of how he's carried himself as a person and, and the mm. things he said. Mm. Now, as a as a human being, there is no sport to comment on that. They're just mm. being a person. They comment on someone someone doing stuff. Mm. They're not. It's actually not not a, a policy which is political or something like that. Just actually, just being, he's talking about his actual, actual racism. Mm. And you've also got to remember, it wasn't just this. Year, wasn't it just last year that they they sprayed, they sprayed a nigger over LeBron's uh, door in his house in in, 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 in LA. So you know, it, I think for him, that's an audacious thing to do, by the way. Oh yeah, very audacious, very audacious. And I'm pretty sure it's in a gated community. I'm oh yeah, sure yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's not a place where just anybody can run up and do that. Do you think you can go to LeBron James's yard? Don't, don't, I can't go to the. Uh, that's what I'm going to say. If you don't think you can go there, I don't know why anybody else thinks someone can just do that to them. Probably someone sent their son. To go yeah, to man. Of course, what's happened? That's what's happened. Someone's just going to turn away. Yeah. Obviously, LeBron's yeah, doesn't. Someone in there. Probably doesn't live there too much. Like, obviously, he's mm. probably staying in Cleveland. So these people are like, oh, we don't care. But the house will be fully protected at all times. No, 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 no. When he, he was on holiday, he wasn't. That's a holiday home. So yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't there. there. But I mean, like, there's always going to be a level of security. Yeah, you know, like, of someone's going to be. Yeah, within. Within the within the complex, yeah, you're right. But as you were saying, we're getting into this. We're getting into this realm where everybody is bringing out the lines. Are you qualified to speak on this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where's your paperwork? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean, where's Are, your CV? Where's your CV? Mm-hmm. You know, and with the whole fake news things happening and mm-hmm. sports people using their platform to speak again. The, sorry, this is the actual term for it: the rise of alternative platforms, whether that be a sports star using their fan base mm-hmm. or Arsenal fan TV, as we were talking about earlier. It seems like there's some rejection to this from the people that are in the industry. So the the footballers are saying we don't want the fans talking, mm-hmm. and the politicians are saying we don't want the sports stars talking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everyone's kind of telling everybody to, in the words of um, one of the greatest human beings ever to grace this planet. Stay in your lane. Shout out to the fuck. Mm. But um, yeah, we're gonna take a little bit of break now here. Um, mm. Get get off a serious topic topics and come back to something a bit more, you know, actual sports based. And yeah, we're, we're vibing, isn't it? We're vibing. We want to know, but um, we've got something for you from a group called Viber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna play Sweden. Well, actually, what I want to talk about was a bit something, something a bit different. Actually, was um, the England squad and actually about the what the World Cup chances. So the first place I wanted to start at was um, in regards to what happened. I want to start at um, who do you think will really book their ticket on the plane? And we'll go from there. Harry Kane. Well, Kane's booked his ticket. Joe Hart probably. No, uh, it's a joke. <laughs> but I think you'll be in that squad. Uh, the goalkeeper put the point. Put hate themselves. Pickford, Pickford. You know, Hart, Forster, Forster. Butland. Butland. When I went to watch England, yeah, it, was, it was a game. I think it was against Lithuania or something. Yeah, and I saw the keepers warming up. Yeah, no joke. No joke, Tom Heaton is a solid keeper. He's a good one. He's an ex-Man Tom Heaton is a solid. And he, Joe Hart was getting packed in. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack Butler was getting packed in. Mm-hmm. Tom Heaton against Defoe. Four times. I think it's, He's <coughs> a good goalkeeper. It's just that. Three or four shame. times. One on one. Defoe missed. Mm-hmm. What's his distribution saying though? That's what I was telling <coughs> Apparently, he's quality. He's been quality. It's just it's Burnley keeper, man. Come on, chill out, man. It's a shame. Because it's chill out. Look at your two keepers. God, man. <laughs> oh my yeah, that, that, you know, for once, bringing a no, club that, into yeah, the Yeah, that was balanced. That was, that was, that was, that was balanced. <laughs> <laughs> but he never really said his goalkeepers are good. I'm saying Tom Heaton, like, in general, in general, the keepers at England, they're going to pick themselves. No, but actually, then again, you're wrong because. 
only three are gonna go. And we mentioned about actually, no, actually, I'll give you a blight. Actually, man, I think about because Hart hasn't been performing. He's not starting. Hart shouldn't be there. I think Pickford. I think Pickford should be number one. I think Pickford's it. I think Pickford's quality, distribution, kicking, everything. The guy has a lot of complete game. So who's so who's booked their their Who's always done enough that they have to go? I think Pickford. Yeah, you give it your top five guaranteed picks right now. Yeah, he's up there. He's had some solid games. Yeah, who else? Right, top five, who else? Uh, is that for keepers? Oh, it's just the team. Uh, Arte, Pickford, Kane, and England's best centre mid, Jack Bullshit. Jesus Christ. Wow. Wow. Already. Has not played more than 10 games? What was Gary Neville saying at, 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 at I think it was 10th of January? Where is Gary Neville today? Is it, is it in the final? Who's better, Henderson or Jack? What I'm going to say to you, one point is this you cannot compare a guy who's played 400 career games to a guy that's played 200 career games over 10 years. I've been praised for since Jack has been back. So much praise. So we got Jack, Pickford, Kane. Jack is in the top three. Uh, I would say I'm about to lose my head. And you can't think of the way. I want to take Deli Ali. I want to take Deli Ali. Who else? And my last one would be. These are guaranteed people. Yeah, Walker. Walker's good. Ah, I'm going to go say something. I shouldn't be saying who's Gary now because obviously he's a very experienced international player. But I'm just going to say that he did a bad job for England. No, no one's going to talk about the way Hudson is. And Valencia. And Valencia. No, 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 let's not talk about them too much. Because, you know, my fans might be upset about that. I'm not, because he, he was still partially responsible for Kane taking corners at 6 foot 2. Okay, uh, uh, as long as we can all accept that point. I'm just saying, throwing that out. I might just, you know, let's want to pray. Who wants to praise himself? He's a great pundit. I don't think he's a great manager. That's just all. Mm, agreed. That's just all. Um, but, judging play, but judging players, I don't know why you're going wrong. When he does Sky Sports punditry, people stop. All right, you're what? Jack. We're Jack Walsh. All right, We've heard your point. Let us let other people talk now. Well, while while uh, other people talk, just uh, think about how he hasn't signed a new deal yet. Uh, yeah. So, Keith, who's the top? Who do you think the top five is going to definitely go on the plane? Kane, 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 Kane. Joking off, stop playing. But um, yeah, Harry Kane have absolutely got that sure. Um, then we've probably got. Okay, I don't know why. Actually, no, I won't say Joe Hart. I'm not going to say him. I just hope, I pray it's not Joe Hart because uh, he's just not playing well enough. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to probably go with Man City players. So Sterling, guaranteed. Carl mm-hmm. Walker, John Stones. Mm-hmm. Those are definitely like, they're just running away the Premier League so there's no yeah. way. So that's four players. So injury, Exactly, barring injury. Fifth player, I would have to say that's guaranteed his spot. I'm gonna have to, unfortunately, gonna have to go with Bami Dele in it. Yeah. Bami Dele. Alright, and so I would go with players that have done enough to guarantee their spots on the plane already. Kane's done enough. Sterling's done enough, 100%. Mm. Stones. I really, I'm not Stones' his biggest fan. But, but he's done. He, he's at the top of the Premier League. He's running away with it. He's played most games this season. When, whenever Phil Jones and Chris Morgan play together, and I'm, I'm not trying it's to see a scary I'm sight. Not, I'm not trying to see any. I'm not trying to see either of my nights in the back for England. There will be one of them. One of them might be both of them. So. But you can't have both of them in the yeah, same. Yeah, I was saying there's a scary sight. You and Damien at the back. I would rather pick. And so obviously there's a top up of players that you could you could take in my opinion. Yeah. I would say. Danny Rose, if, if he's not fit, but I was. I forgot about him. But he's not fit. He's been quite interested at the beginning of the season, so he hasn't really had the chance to come back into the scene. So. Is he starting now? No, he's still injured right now, so he's coming yeah, back. He's, he's okay. No, he's coming back. He's, mate, he was on the bench. He got benched for Trippier. I'm sure he got benched for Trippier. At right back, Trippier plays right back. Oh, it's Ben Davis, sorry, is it? Yeah, he's, he's still oh, coming yeah. back from injury that's why he's on the bench right now he's coming back anywho well if I get into some other you know, different discussions about fitness and left backs um right now alright so finally I would say the person that just got their point facing this pit pain probably Dele Dele but there's no one really no one really grabbed the season by the scruff of the neck apart from Sterling really. yeah Apart from the game with him, like obviously he's had the miss of the season. So, so no, he, he has, knows, but, but he's had enough. Like, great. Again, he's he's had a great how many, how many winners has he got this season so mm-hmm. far? I mean, people that to so the people that are on the fringe of it. So who knows if they're going to come or not? On the fringe is definitely Jack Wilshere. I'll say That's fringe. I'll say Jack Wilshere. Yeah, on the fringe with all that media coverage. Fringe is definitely Jack Wilshere. Wilshere's on the fringe. Hundred percent. He may. He may go. He probably will go, but he may or may not go. No, no, no. They will not. I'm telling you right now. England. 
Honestly, if Wilshire's fit, they're gonna take him. Even mm, if yeah. they're gonna take him, because it's like, because it's one of them things that if you don't take him, people are gonna say you didn't. I mean, the fringe of that top five. Yeah, oh, the fringe of that top five. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he should be like in that ten first games. eleven. He's only um, been that ten games, man. Like, like I think people average like, is insane. You're right. You're right. But he, <laughs> he does. He is. He is. He was. He was the golden child. Mm-hmm. But an- another point is this now is is like people like Eric Dyer. Mm. Who have been solid yeah. all yeah, season? No, no, honestly, yeah, no, I, just, I don't even know. I just I I'm not even too sure about that. You know? He's been solid. Trust no, me. Like been and solid. the thing about Eric Dyer, he's one of the people that just does his job and don't make no noise. You see, if you see with Walsh, when he has one two games, everybody starts talking about him. No one talks about what Dyer does. The arc, the arc is mad. Mm. But with Dyer, yeah. You know what? England squad, just take all the English players from Man City and all the Man- the, the English players from Tottenham and just go with them and leave everybody else back home. Nice. Just take some Tottenham, Ben Davis, Trippier. Yeah. It sounds crazy. It sounds very crazy. And you know the jokes thing about it? As well, sorry to, to, the jokes thing about it, like, I'm saying Kyle Walker, yeah, would probably be in that squad. But I'm only saying it because Kleine's just been out. Yeah, he's he's an international superstar now. Clientele, you know, with the type of clientele. That's the thing. I know he's just been injured, isn't it? But he's not. He's not going. He doesn't deserve to go. Yeah. Honestly, Trippier deserves to go as much as you. Unfortunately, Trippier does. Of course, as much as Walker does, Trippier deserves to go. And it sounds crazy, but that back line could really be if it's for the back. Ben Davis that left back. Trippier right back. Stones. Well, Ben Davis is Welsh. Is he Welsh? My bad. Apologies. Hold tight, Ramsey. Uh, <laughs> no, but on a serious note, like the, that team, just take the cross. I think it should be based on a cluster of um of Tottenham and Man City players. Because by the way, I think that was it one of be. Spain's underlying as one. Yeah, the core was the, the strong teams. Yeah, it needs. Well, I, think, I think that right. A lot of the Spanish players are going to be at Barcelona because that's where the team that's going to buy them. Like most of Germany teams. Come from the Bayern best, so what? So okay, who's the best players outside? Best English players that are outside of Tottenham and Man City. What I personally like to see England do. Before anything else, rather than just picking the best players, actually think of a style and play and do that, and go from there. Three five two, isn't it? So if you're gonna if you're gonna play three five two and a six, and a, and a team is gonna be built around Harry Kane, just do the, just literally just do that. Then you're better off playing like Deli Ali behind him and, and mm-hmm. him as the one. Yeah, but like Deli Ali literally just just support Kane. One thing I don't get with Harry Kane, I don't know if it's hype, I don't know if it's reality, or I don't know if it's fact or fiction. Harry Kane against a good centre back, what is he gonna be like? That's rubbish. He scored against Real Madrid. He's scored against Real Madrid. He's scored against Real Madrid. I can't, the thing I is can't take it away from him. The only thing he doesn't score against really is Man United. The thing about Kane that Kane doesn't have in his locker, Kane can't create something out of nothing for himself. Mm. In terms of, very rarely, Kane can't go past a man and make something happen. Yeah, he's more of a snapshot merchant. He's not going to go past a man and make that happen. But if he, does, if he goes off, go through one on one, he's probably going to bang it. Yeah, not, not probably, but he'll, 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 he's going to take a shot. He's a very good striker. He's, he's, he's a good poacher. He's a good number nine. Top I think he's a very good striker. Striker, yeah. pure, pure good striker. He's a pure, pure striker. Like he's a mm. pure striker. But he needs, as you're saying, he needs he, the right. He needs the right players around him. He level of creativity. Even just to level on the, what you said about him against a good centre back, he scored against Juventus. Yeah, he scored against. He scored against Man. He scored against Real Madrid. And so the only team he doesn't really score against, ironically, is Man United. Mm. He's only scored one goal against Man United. He scored against Liverpool. He scored against Arsenal. That United game I watched. And you see the chances that he missed. In that game, but I'm not saying that. He, I'm not saying was he, that. He, what was he doing to Jones this morning, though? The, the whole point. Okay, what did he do? What did he do? What did he do to Koscielny? He actually dunked on Koscielny. Yeah. No, no, he dunked on him. <laughs> okay. Have you ever seen a dunk no. when someone dunks on somebody? Yes, yeah. yeah. he got posterized. Right. What was? What was? And now you're going to talk about Man United. Man United, the second and your club is six. Just always remember that. Alright. So yeah, there's there's banners for time for change at your club. And your your manager just signed a deal. All, all right, right, man. All right, man. All right, and we're saying we're talking about England here. We're talking right. about England. So yeah, <laughs> beyond beyond, beyond um, our, our squad lineup, so we ain't got too much time here. I want to make a move before uh, before we go. But I want to think about the chance of uh, English chances. What do you think? They need to get into the final eight. Final eight. Oh, is, is that your guess? Really final eight, final eight. They need to get into the. For me, that's the target. Final eight. But after the final eight, in my opinion, anything can happen. Because then we're talking France, Belgium, Spain. England, hopefully. Um, Portugal should be there. Egypt. Mo Salah is moving like Mo, Mo Messi. Yeah. Um, um, what's his name? Neymar, Brazil. Mo Messi. And, and Argentina. So, for me, I might have missed out someone. I did add Egypt in there. I don't know if they'll be there. But Listen, those seven should be the Nigeria kit. It's going to win us the two. The Nigeria kit is epic. <laughs> and, you know, as you know, the, the, the pots will be out. 
<laughs> what spirits come out of these pots we, we will see if we see some sort of shango in the goal but, but best believe if, if I see a man if I see a man praying on TV if I see a Nigerian fan praying on TV I'm closing my eyes and I'm joining in <laughs> just for the culture man just for the culture just for the culture they did get a hard draw in the corner I think England are going to get the last 16 I think I think the last who took I'm saying as I think when it gets down to the top 8 teams like England need to be in that top eight. I honestly feel like after that, after the seven, they should qualify though. They after should. the quarterfinals, man, it can if, go any which way. If England don't make out of the group stages, it's an absolute abysmal, though. They have, they will make it out of the group stages. I think they've got Belgium, Belgium Panama, and Tunisia. That's yeah. if you Belgium, can't Bel- Belgium, and England are gonna go through. It just they should, they should go through. Yeah, they should go through. Don't worry, man. Lukaku's gonna down England. I've seen that. <laughs> I've seen stranger things happen though. Like, <laughs> I think Italy did not get out of group with South Korea, so not the South Korea. These guys France will get out of group with South Korea. It'll be crazy if it does, but it'll be quite disappointing. I'd really love to see, um, as I feel with Champions League this year, I'd really love to see when we get to the quarterfinals, it can go any. No, I agree, man. Because right now we're looking at Champions League where Barca or Chelsea are going to be out in the first 16. I'm just hoping that an African team makes it far and, and you know, gets further than one of these Russian cups. No. Anywho, and, you know, you've got a... Uh, Excellent finish, man. Motella. <laughs> I hope Motella actually knocks them out. I would love it. Love it. Excellent finish. I'd love it if he beats them. <laughs> Alright, people, this has been the Speed Call Network. It's been our Bounce Back pod. Uh, I go by the name of Prophet Tony. <laughs> you stole my catchphrase again! I go by the name of Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> And we are out with... I beg, man. See you later, man. Thank you very much for that, man. It was fantastic. I'll be here soon. <laughs> and I'll just like to make an announcement. I will be at Arsenal versus City. And I'll be at Arsenal versus Stoke. So I'll be giving the feedback to Prophet Tony on that. Some video clips, maybe. And yeah, we can see the mighty Pierre Abameyang. Yo, Pierre, you want to do something here? Yo, Pierre, you want to come out here? Yo, Pierre, <laughs> Yo, Pierre you would actually score? <laughs> <laughs> no, no.